I, we must have hit call at the same time, like the exact same time. <laughs> wow. Oh, well. Psychics. Well, uh, well, you know, hello to everybody that might be joining us at some point. If you're listening uh, while it's uh, recorded, a recorded episode, then hello. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, you're now listening to Smartass Tarot. I'm your host, Marissa. And with me, as always, is Zach, my co-host, Zach. How are you doing, Zach? I'm good. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I know we just talked on the phone like two seconds ago, but uh, I guess I'll tell the internet that uh, I decided to take a break from school. Uh, and I put my focus on things that are you know of more importance like uh smart ass tarot and uh and so on and so forth so i'm pretty excited that i am just putting a putting a pin in the the old graphic design program for now and then i don't know maybe we'll see i i don't know if uh going to school would even um I mean, yeah, it like obviously I'm learning stuff, but it's also like there's so many things on the internet, and I feel like I'm not getting exactly what I thought I'd be getting out of it. So it's like, what you know, maybe maybe I'll do this on my own. Maybe it, uh, that's what it is. So right. that's that's my life update. Looks like Ooh. we have a listener. Ooh, do you wanna? I mean, okay, so here's the deal. I, I feel like maybe we were going to say, like, and, and you'll maybe go into how we were going to save questions for later. Mm-hmm. So if this is a tarot question, maybe we'll have that person resubmit or we'll just we'll put a pin in it. But let's hear it. All right. Hey there, guys. I uh, just started listening. Thought I'd uh, just kick back and listen to you guys. Um, obviously going to be doing some readings, so... I'll be sending my positive energy, love and light to you. And, uh, yeah, I hope you're having a good evening. Oh, thank you. That was a well, great way to just you. kick off the episode. Um, that was really sweet. That's awesome. But, uh, great. Yeah. And be uh, sure, you know, you can always, you know, if, if you know, while you're listening, if you want to ask a question, we will get to it. So, yeah, we, uh, the way that we're kind of going to do it is we'll, you know, we'll start out the show. I know Zach's got a really unique way of reading things and I was going to actually ask you about your spread if you want to talk about it a little because it is it's I don't think anyone else does it the way that you do is that a fair statement uh, yeah that's that'd be fair to say you know I mean everybody's got their own you know their own style more or less you know but yeah that's that's I, I'd say that's the thing that maybe sets me apart from most other readers is kind of the the, the structure you know yeah, because I, you know, it's not like I, I've, I think you're the only, <laughs> you're the one I've only ever gone to for my tarot readings, but uh, I, I haven't heard it quite like how you've, you've done it, so it'd be uh, really cool for us to kind of get a peek into how you do your spreads. Cool. Well, that's, you know, and that's, that's, I think, is the key way to look at it, you know, because, you know. I feel like, you know, like I have a tarot system, like I look at tarot yeah. as a system, you know, and there's the, you know, the way there's the meanings of the cards, you know, the way to like interpret this or that way that this card means this or this card means that. Right. 
And those are based on the symbols, the patterns, the colors, their position, their relationships to other cards, all that. But like knowing what to ask, Mm -hmm. you know, that's the key thing. See, I feel like tarot is useful because it allows you to like, you know, kind of help you map out your, your environment, help you map out yourself or your client Mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, in relation to the universe. And, you know, you can, it's a way to, to kind of mediate that, that, and create that interface between that inner world that's inside of us and like the outer world that's outside of, you know, that's that real world that we have to interact with. And, you know, this, that, you know, kind of where do we exist as ourself in between that? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, in the abstract, I really think that's kind of like, you know, using tarot, think about it, like, like connect the dots, Yeah. you know, like a tarot, like I lay out tarot cards on the table and those are like the dots and depending on what cards pop up, then it's like, I draw different lines between them. It gives them a different shape. So that's a great, that's a really good way to put it. Cause it's kind of like the way I was interpreting what you're saying. It's almost like you're kind of joining like you're the um, not I don't know middleman for lack of better word between like the universe and the client like you're you're like the interpreter almost sharing like the messages that uh, you know the cards are given off. I think that's a that's a good way to 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 put it. You know, like that's there's like there's a different there's definitely like a difference in ter- like in in my head I call it tarot talk which is like my own, like an internal shorthand language that is only like Mm -hmm. half verbal versus like how I have to like explain it in English. That's why I always say I'll read your cards in 45 seconds. It takes me 15 minutes to get through to actually like translate all the information that I got, like just from laying them out. Right. You know? So I think the idea is, is like, okay, so people like there's different, like, in tarot, you know, you got spreads, right? There's like your, mm-hmm. you know, your Celtic cross and I don't really know any other names of other kinds of like spreads that are like popular in like the tarot world. You know, I largely kind mm-hmm. of stay out of the tarot world, you know, but, um, you know, the way that I do tarot. Okay. So like, I think that a fundamental aspect of a lot of readers and the way that we do spreads is one of the simplest most basic beginner shit that anybody could ever do is that past, present, future, you know, Mm -hmm. and you can look at it like three cards, past, present, future, you know, in fact, in every reading that I do, well, almost, I mean, health readings and like one-off short questions are different, but like every reading where I like do my, like, like lay down a main line has at least has a three card past, present, future down. It's like, there's a vertical access right now. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily that, that past, present, future, that those cards are then expanded. See, I have what I call a modular system, meaning that uh, it's like, I use mini spreads and I click them together in kind of way. like, think of like how, like, you know, like Legos are, there's like, like there's only, there's so many different ways to click them together, you know, mm-hmm. or like 
an assault rifle with all its different little accessories you can clip to the rack and shit, even though I hate my metaphor. <laughs> I, I was going to say, that's a that's an interesting choice for you to... <laughs> well, you know, it's like I was trying to think, what, what's something that's modular that you can just always like clip and pop things on and off? You know, think of like, okay, like the more like uh, racing <laughs> Hondas, you know, where you can like, oh, let me pop this bumper on and this yeah. spoiler off and mix and match and like, tr- tr- you know. So the way that I do, you know, it's it for in, in, in general, there's a past, present, future. OK, but those are technically groups of cards. So we'll start, you know, so we and those group, those small groups of cards, usually three to five. A module is about three to five cards. Right. Mm-hmm. Small groups of cards that, you know, what I call plug in together or click together. They plug in with each other and create your 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 full map, your full layout, your full spread. So, like, like there's some rules to that, okay? I have, a, like, my system is based on, on vertical axis. You know, we got the past, present, future. So, you know, we can read you from the top of the table at the past to all the way down to the bottom of the table towards the future, right? right. So, like, time trickles down the table. And that's just kind of maybe a stylistic choice of mine. Like, you know, I don't know. That's, you could, I, that's arbitrary. You could arrange it in any way you want. But that's how I do it right now. I have in general, you know, there's different ways to read it. But in general, then there's these two sides of the table. You get the left side and the right side. And uh, I use both sides to plug in different modules or have different what I call looks. Okay. So like the most basic, the most basic, let's just, let's, 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 let's walk you through it. Okay. And anybody that's like anybody that's listening now or in the future, you know, if you want to pause this or, you know, catch it, if you want to like have a little piece of paper, a little scratch paper, you know, or try to do it in your head, that's cool. So we'll start, you know, we, we start with, you know, the, uh, the, the past module, okay, the past. And in my standard system, that's four cards, right? I really honestly don't like to ever do more than four cards in the past. Sometimes I have to. Uh, usually it's tracking people's emotion. Like if, if it, to see if emotions or feelings have shifted or changed over the last, okay. you know, like recently, that's the big time. I like to actually add cards to the past, or if we need like a deeper historical context or something like that, that, you know, is like beyond the immediate, the, the more immediate, uh, scope of this reading, then we can kind of add cards, you know, above the reading in that cloudy mists of the, of the past, <laughs> you know? And it's like, yeah. so if you need to like, oh, well, what that, what's, what, you know, how did your fucked up childhood or like that marriage 20 years ago or like, you know, things like that, how did all that right. stuff in the far <laughs> past affect you? You could put that above the table. But for any case, in, in any case, for your standard, you know, and, and this is going to be what I call my basic spread, which is designed to be read in 15 minutes if I'm caffeinated and there's no interruptions. So, right. So, uh, cause I read, I read about a card a minute, you know, right. like, well, you want to like, be, like, you want to channel that message. I mean, you know, as the way that it needs to be. So it's, it's good that you're not like speeding through it. Cause I feel like if you, if you did speed through it, people would be like, God, is this guy even legit? Like he's like, wants me in and out like real quick. So I think uh, it, it's right. part of it's, part of what makes you a really good tarot reader well thanks i appreciate that Aww. i mean there's a level to it you know i you know i gotta you know uh for me anybody that knows me 
you know, knows that if, if I like you at all, if you pay for a 15 minute reading, that's probably, you know, more like 23. And if you pay for a half hour, it's probably more like 39. And if you pay for 45 minutes, you're getting damn near an hour. And if you pay for an hour, we'll probably hang up in an hour and a half after all our pleasantries, right. you know, like that's just right. how I am. because I'm good like that. Now when I'm in the store, you know, I mean, there's, you know, it's not my shop. I work out of a shop. So, you know, like I split a cut with them. They don't want me loafing because they might have like walk in and sit around like, when is this guy going to be done? Right. So that's a little different, but, you know, you got to adapt. Anyway, so we'll start. I like how I ramble. We'll start with the past. We'll start with the context. <laughs> and we got four cards. Now, the first card that we do is the, after we cut the deck, we pull a card and that card is the context. Now, if we already know what the reading is about, this is a card that kind of anchors that that known context in the tarot. But if we're doing a blank reading, it's like, all right, well, what are we going to be talking about today? What is the energies that I always call the context, the energies that you're coming into this reading with? It's the the immediate past, like, like, like what has like and, and, and as the context is kind of like, you know, what is this reading really going to be about? You know, like, mm-hmm. like, it, you know, what phenomena in your life, you know? And so you constantly refer back to the context. The context becomes, you know, that's your past card and your past, present, future. You know, all, all my main three modules are still just past, present, future. You know, that's the three way, like the main three places to read right. as far as on your time axis. Right. And so you start with the past and that's the recent past. And that's the context of this reading coming in. And that's the context card right now. I go the next card I pull usually is go to the immediate left and slightly up like left and halfway up. uh, And then I pull another card. Now, the left side, my left hand side, that's your internal side. That's the internal side. This is where this is the realm, you know, when we're in our own head, our own heart, our own mind, our own actions. Right. This is like that internal world. And then the right hand side, that's the outside. That's our interactions with the outside, anything, anything, any other person, any third parties, any people that you're asking about, any institutions you have to interact with, anything in the world outside, any product that you create, any effect that happens, something that happens to you that isn't from you, that isn't come from inside of you, that comes from the right side. So, right. So we got the left side now. And because I, I keep the past simple because, you know, and the reading expands as we move forward because people don't like it. If, even if people put it like this, people don't ask about the past. And if they right. all and, and the two people that are asking a bunch of questions about the past, my job is to not to is to get them to stop being so fucking hung up on trying to ask a bunch of fucking questions about the past to look forward to move forward. Anyway. Right. You know, like there's that. Right. That's at least that's kind of like how my cards lay it out every single time. But so, so your internal card is your own, it's what I call your own look, right? Looks are, it's like, um, it's like a camera, it's like your own camera view. It's your own perspective, you know, it's like how, and, and so like the way I like to say is like, this is how you have seen the recent past, or this is your part in it, or this is your view, or this is 
the effect it had on you, all of those kind of different, like, it depends on what pops up, you know, if it's an active card, it might have been like, well, here's what you've been doing and pushing. And, you know, if it's a very passive card or, you know, it, it can be like, oh, here's the, here's an effect that the outside has been having. It depends on the power dynamics of the actual cards that come up, how you read, like the, the, the fine nuance of, of that perspective, but it's your internal perspective, right? Now the outside card, that one's very versatile, right? Now the outside cards are always, at least the ones that hug your main axis. So that's your right hand outside axis. Mm -hmm. That is, um, we would call that, uh, I always call that the input output. It's backward, back and forth. It's like a shoreline. Like where does the ocean start and the land begin? There's this hazy borderline. Where do you start and the world ends? There's this hazy borderline. And so we use the back, like the outside cards can be really versatile. Now in the top, okay, uh, that can be that, you know, I call it for simplicity's sake, the outside world in the past, like, you know, the outside of the context now. That mm -hmm. can be how it looks to the outside. That can be other people. That can be the events. That can be what you're putting out. Again, it all, it all kind of depends on, you know, like the energies of the reading. Right, um, right. But, uh, but like, what's that sound? Oh, sorry. I, <laughs> I, I spilled on my leggings and I'm wiping off like a bunch of, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm cleaning myself off. <laughs> you're, you're grooming, you're, you're cleaning yourself off. Yeah. Yep. I'm just sitting okay, here cool. grooming. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, I oh, no, say, it's okay. It sounded like there was like somebody like sitting there like eating chips while like or no, something. I mean, <laughs> right. I would, but I'm not. I'm uh, not hungry right now because I just spilled everything. Anyway, <laughs> go on. Go on with uh, what you. Well, 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 we talked about the outside card, right? And mm -hmm. so a lot of times that's input output. You know, like here's your interactions with the outside. Sometimes it's just really simple. It's like, okay, so like, say somebody's like, oh, I want to know about my relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And we're doing a short one. Or it's like, what am I say somebody asks a question about somebody else, right? right? Now I'll anchor them down the main line. You know, you this is you, you know, through time. But then the outside, that could be this other person. I'd be like, well, here's him, you know, mm -hmm. popping up. Uh, the emperor loves this position like i you know i would like i would say that one of the thing if if i had like hard data as far as like you know if i had every reading like tracked and analyzed and recorded you know because i use pretty much these are standardized positions over the years you know so mm -hmm. you know over ten thousand readings off this system right so like you know uh you do the outside, you go to the outside, the emperor loves to pop up there because it's when it's somebody else stick it, like coming and sticking their, their nose, their neck in things, you know, yeah. other cards that love to pop up in there is the lust card, you know, uh, it's like the rodeo. It's like, it's pull, it's the heartstrings back and forth, tugging back and forth. And, um, you know, it's, it, it, especially here's the thing. Uh, you can also get the sun on the outside. If you get like, the ace of wands sun emperor on the outside you know very strong the lust cards very strong power cards on the outside queens and shit on the outside and then your internal cards 
or like seven of wands or like Venus cards or open receptive, you know, mm-hmm. ace, you know, cups and shit like that. You know, it's like if you got soft cards on the inside and hard cards on the outside, it's like, okay, if we're reading a power dynamic, then it's like, then we kind of know well, what the what what has been like recently, you know? Right. So I can, a lot of times you can be like, oh, okay. Like, and that's why a lot of times tarot is really good at finding bound at, at to being able to tell people that they need to like, you know, work on boundaries, right? you know, because that that the outside position is really it's like who's fucking with you enough to like affect your main line right yeah you know because we don't read i don't read tarot in a bubble and i don't assume that any phenomenon i read is isolated but it's like most shit in our life exists in the background to most other shit you know in a perfectly in a balanced normal balanced life you know and so the idea is is like if i'm reading your tarot it's like it's like you, you look for the wrinkles. Tarot doesn't work when your life is perfectly normal and everything's great <laughs> and peachy keen and happy. It just doesn't. It's like, I've done those readings and I always look at people. I'd be like, I mean, why do you want a tarot reading? Like, what the right. fuck? It's all happiness is like, great. Like, good for you. I'm like, give you a high five. You're like the most well-adjusted right. person. And that happens once in a while. And I'm almost like offended. Like, damn, I wish I had your life. Great right. card, asshole. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh. Like, like a bachelorette party coming in and they're like i just want to do this for fun and then it's like cool all right well you've, you've got a great life congratulations shouldn't be that has, up friend <laughs> literally bachelorette parties have been like there has been readings where it's been i've been like wow like this is perfect for you you know yeah. so anyway so we got you know we got a context we got the context card then we have your internal and outside right which is you got your inside card your outside card Right. And then you got your card up top. Now that card does double duty. Okay. The, the, the first duty it does is that that's one step behind in it's like the past con it's like what it's what's before your context. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause you read like, uh, I like to use a Frank Herbert quote that says that the Oracle grasps incidents cut from the historic chain, okay. you know, Oh. And so, you know, it's like, every, it's like when we, so when you have, uh, when you have a, a line of tarot cards vertical down the page that I'm laying down, that's like your historic chance, a link in the chain. Now, doesn't that, that doesn't mean that we get that perfect linear a, a, a record of, you know, the perfect mm-hmm. prescience of every event that happens in linear succession. No, we're getting like one, like, like, you know, that, that ultimate lie of cause and effect. Right. You know, you know, I always say ultimate lie because it all goes back to the big bang anyway, you know, but you know, (laughs) that, that limited, you know, that, that, that Newtonian physics that we, the way we think of cause and effect, you know, that, that card up that is, can be those root causes, the past that brings us in, you know, but here's the thing. Think of like trajectory and momentum. We've already got now a baseline context card and we've got a card behind that. Okay. Then those are two points on a graph, right? If you have three, all of a sudden you can, you know, start to plot a curve, you know, and see, wait, is there going to be more? And then only four and five. So it's like, we're, you know, we, the, the farther back you go, then the farther forward you go, you can help figure out trajectory. So the card up top is the past, but yo, 
a much more important function of this card is a corollary of it being the past that brings you into the reading. It is then the light that shines over the entire reading is the, is the nickname for that card. It's that card. It's, it's every card. It's like, yes, there's a context card. That is the card that we cut. That is like the topic that sets like what this reading is about in these recent energies, but the card up top is like what I call the deep context is like every card is read in that light. Mm -hmm. So if we get like a great card up there, we get the sun, we get like the ace of wands, freedoms, truth, seeing shit clear. We got love. There's some great cards to see up top. Yeah. Then there's some cards, you know, adjustment, you know, there's some, then there's some cards to see up top that like almost put a shine on a cloud over the whole, you get the queen of cups up top. No, this is about to be a sad cloudy reading. Maybe I can't see it clear. Maybe the client ain't going to be able to see it clear. Why is it like, why, why would that be with the, you know, like. Well, with the Queen of Cups specifically is because right. the, the talk that Queen of Cups, the idea is that she's crying so hard. She's she can't, you know, like when you cry, you're you're you know, that your vision gets blurry because your oh, tears. Okay. Right? Oh, okay. OK, so like that's the metaphor is just like that. It's like of the Queen of Cups is water of water. Right. So it's like it's like emotions have its place in the way that we view the world, but it's, that can be when there's like when the emotional, like when the emotions flood our cognition and make it. And so that impairs our view. Mm-hmm. Can be one way to things. Sometimes it's just crying. It's just sad. It can just be a card that really makes things fucking sad. Uh-huh. Now it is a sister card, by the way, since we're talking meanings, the queen of cups is a sister card of my sister with the priestess, which has, you know, you look at the cards and it's almost the same. If the Queen of Cups is like, you know, water that's covering, that's, that's blurring her vision. Uh, the priestess is darkness. It's like okay. a veil mists. It's the moon. It's like, you know, so those two cards together can reinforce just the idea of not seeing clear. Sometimes that can be an internal thing. Like, oh, we're not seeing clear. You need to snap out of it. Or sometimes that can be, oh, because there's information that's not available to us or we may, right. we're being misled or something like that. So, you know, uh, that's why, you know, you get like a card, like you, I get the Queen of Cups up top and the Priestess up top. I'm like, all right, shit. I'm just searching for that light. In the future, I'm looking for that light at the end of the tunnel. Right. I'm trying to see what we can do to illuminate things and to like bring into the light. At least that's what I'm hoping. I mean, I'm a, we're going to get what we're going to get. You know, exactly. like I don't really go into a reading with an agenda, except I do hope the best. And so my system does have, I guess, like what I call the ideals. But then even then, it's just like, that's just formula. You know, I, like you got to take people's lives as they come, you know? Right. And when you do tarot, you're a moral relativist anyway. So I can have all these like high ideals about like, oh, wow, look at these even balanced relationships of interdependence and mutual respect with no overwhelming obligation or guilt. And then like I get a client that's just like a gold digger that just wants that dough. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm also for business. And it's like, no, this is functional tarot. I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, I'm gonna help you get that. I'm gonna help, like, no, we're gonna read this dude and probe his weak spots and we'll help you figure out how what, like, you know, like, no, we're gonna get that dough, you know? Yeah, I mean, hey, do it if that, you know? So, you know, you gotta be versatile. But, so that's the context is, or that's the context uh, module, right? That's almost universal. Now, 
in a quick reading or in a reading where we know the context, especially when I got like for my regulars that I read all the time, Mm -hmm. a lot of times I don't do a full context like that. I'll just pop one card and that's usually good enough and then I can carry it down. But if I'm trying to, you know, kind of do the full look, you know, it Mm -hmm. gets a four card uh, context module. Now the next module directly beneath that uh, starts with what I call the, the center card It's the card in the middle. It's the, 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 there's a past card that we cut, the, the, you know, this card is the present. And, you know, here's the thing. The, if the past card, I call that the context, the present is called the situation. Okay. So you know, we go past, present, future. Well, that's kind of almost like a passive way of looking at it in a way of like, this isn't like, you know, security camera footage. This is documentary. Like this, there's a purpose to, there's a context right. to this, right? Like so that context. It's like, it's like you're reading a story almost. Exactly. This shit has three acts. Okay. And there's an arc to it. And that's why the readings have the emotional effect because it's like, it takes you through to a climax and a denouement and like, we like let you off and you've got that full story, that past, present, future, that whole arc. Now, hopefully ideally and it just wraps up a nice little neat little bow and i could dust my hands off and we're done sometimes it's just open or people need to keep going it's like no there is no there is no end to this because it's just it trails off into the future right but this present card is important because the current context of the situation um it is one of your main anchor cards okay and so every card that you do in the present basically anchors off of this one right this is like it's a, it's it's one of the most important positions one of the primary cards so oh, for oh and by the way when the sun is in this position i always like it almost i mean unless it's clear somebody is a super gassed up fucking egomaniac that is like completely oblivious to anybody else in the world whatsoever then you might get the sun in the middle and it's like okay yeah i could now now i get the attitude lady but really the 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 when the sun is at the middle i like that because it's just i don't know when the sun's at the center of the solar system it just makes me feel like usually that's like a you, you get a free person more or less you get a person who's trajectory is probably not being bent their orbit is not being deformed they're not being held back or pulled back or pushed by you know abnormally by something mm-hmm. you know you get that freedom and that that self and i so i like that but anyway we get the middle card and then you go over to uh, and that's the present that's the context or that's the situation so then we'll go over to the internal module. Now, uh, up top, that's just one module, right? But when we go to the present, we have your base anchor card in the middle. And then we have modules on the left, modules on the right. Now, modules on the left are usually mostly the same because you're dealing with the querent, right? And so we look at your internal mind. So there's three cards. There's the, the first card that I do to the left is um and i push it out a little bit because i try to make the it, it the reading kind of resembles a christmas tree by the time you're done like it gets wider as you mm-hmm. know uh like a from like a pyramid but oh, yeah. uh like so i bump it out to the side right and that one is conscious mind so conscious mind is um you know, what it sounds like, that's where I'm reading. I'm reading what's in the front of your head. 
Okay. Ooh. Now I do a card up that's kind of like uh like I hit its upper left corner and I do a card so it's to the left or to the left of that and then up a little bit. And that's your subconscious. That's the back of your head. Now I don't get too hung up on Jungian and Freudian shit about conscious and subconscious and all this kind of stuff, right? right. The idea is like what's in the what do you know, what are you thinking about, and what's in the back of your head that you that you know you're not thinking about. But is there anyway, you know, knowing how the mind works. I keep it real simple. I don't try to do a lot of differentiation or import too many external models. Conscious, subconscious seems to work for me, right? Right. It was conscious mind, subconscious mind, right? But then, so over the conscious mind card, right? I go, on, you know, on that top left corner, you know, it, what's touching it is your subconscious. But on the top right corner, I do a diagonal card over that. And that card is your emotional center. That's your, if, if, if the, the conscious is your thoughts, the diagonal card is your feelings. I'm reading your emotional center. Now, the idea, if I'm reading this literally biologically, you know, the card in the, in the, 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 the first position, the conscious position is reading that front of your head mm-hmm. by your face. <laughs> the, yeah. the, the other one's reading the back of your head and the inside of your brain, that limbic system shit. But then the one that's the, that's reading your emotions, that's reading your heart brain. Now, people don't be knowing about the heart brain. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just digress for like two minutes. Is that okay if I talk about the heart brain? Do you know I, about the heart brain? I feel like you probably mentioned it to me before, but I could not explain it to somebody that asked for a definition. So I'm intrigued. Okay, so like there's we know that the nervous system extends throughout the body. You know, every muscle, every organ has you know, it's own bundles of nerve fibers that connect to the spine. That That's how the brain works everything, right? Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. There's a big, huge, fat fucking cord, massive fucking neurons of a of, of nerve bundle that runs through your heart. And I, I haven't read, you know, I'm not in college. I don't read full fucking articles anymore. I read abstracts and say, huh, that sounds really cool. <laughs> you know right More than just and the title, I guess. right right i'll read the i'll read like that like three that that one page little abstract and be like huh okay so uh you know um you know what's funny <laughs> is i got clients texting me right now asking if they could do a reading i'm like damn shit you could get a free one if you just right. follow paid attention to my invites to stereo yeah seriously but, uh, they're missing out right so the heart brain is this bundle of neurons in your that's in your heart that that's where these abs that I've read that some scientists are feeling like a lot of your emotions are stored a lot of your memory like the memories might be like the like might be stored in your in your head but like your emotional responses might be like stored in your heart and that's what it's like why your heart fucking hurts when something emotional happens why it's not a headache yeah. You know, so that's why the, the Egyptians, is, by the way, believed that the seat of consciousness was not in the brain but in the heart. So, base. So, this does this have a base in science? Is that what you're saying? Like, I'm saying it might. I'm saying that. Yeah, I got this not from like some like you know natural health news bullshit blog, right. but like you know like no, it was like some scientists are saying, hey, maybe like you know there's like the secondary like brain basically or not a full brain but like like an extension of our brain there's like a part 
uh, like the like a huge part of our brain and there's probably using and i mean it, you know if your brain stores memories right mm-hmm. like the brain tissue neurons and axons and dendrites and shit like store memories somehow i don't know exactly I did go to college for that. I just didn't pay attention. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I went to college to teach high school science. You never think you're going to be like, well, okay, like I'm not going to have to teach this so I can kind of zone it out. Right. right. But <laughs> there, yeah, <laughs> right. there you go. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, so, but you know, it's like the heart brain is, you know, the thing that I'm reading with that diagonal card over your conscious. And so the heart brain can read your emotional imprint, what's going on in your heart, you know? And so that's the thing. So check this out. I might get the lovers or love and the knight of cups or the chariot or three of cups or some shit like that. Right. Or, you know, I might get that in your conscious mind, but in your subconscious or, but in your heart brain, I might have the seven of wands or the four discs or the 10 of swords or some other shit. I might have cards that show like, Oh, like put it like this. This is where that's that's when I get the balls to tell somebody. Well, you just think you're in love with him. Yeah. You're not really in love because if you was in love, it'd be showing up in your heart position, not your head. You just think you're in love is showing up in your head position. You got the idea of love in your head, and you projecting that on this person. You thinking that that's that this could be the case, but look at your heart. It ain't there. And then so underneath the heart, check this out. And I do this usually more for the outside than the inside is what I call, I call it the underlier. It's more of like, it's like a deep, it's like the, the car, put it like this. When you're doing relationship tarot, especially that, because uh, basically that same, that same thing, that same um, module I just described, you do it in the mirror, mirror, a mirror image on the, like on the, on the left side or on the right side, when you're plugging in somebody else. Like say I'm plugging in like the boyfriend or girlfriend, you know, I'm like, okay, well, they got a conscious and a subconscious, or I might move it to them having an anchor and then their backup card is the conscious. But either way, they still have, I'm still reading that heart brain with a diagonal. And that's generally is where, well, how they feel about you right now as I'm reading the cards, you know, but right. I can get a card underneath that. And I always will pull a card and I'll literally like kind of slide it underneath that. And I call it the underlay. I was like, well, okay. Like if I need like, well, how do they feel about you? Like in general that in it, like, and it's, it, it, that one is to test is like when I, when, when shit is fucked up, I pull it under I'm like, all right. So it's like, is, are they just mad at you? Or is this something that's going on? Or is like, you right. know, this is where I can be able to say like with confidence, like, you know, you know, Oh, you think they're in love with you or they might say they are, but there's, I don't see any tenderness here or any openness or anything like that, you know? Right. So you can tell what's in somebody's heart. It's just a way to say, this is a card for what's in their heart. Here's a card for what's in the front of their head. Here's a card. What's in the back of their head. Here's a card. What's in their heart. We can do it on the inside. That's your standard inside module. Uh, that, that inside, that conscious card gets crossed a lot uh, for certain positions. Like, especially if people feel like they're blocked. If people ask it like they're blocked, uh, if they're asking about they feel like they're blocked by the outside, that cross will go on the outside. But if they feel like I get it for like artists, especially people that have like creative blocks and stuff like that, or like spiritual blocks or emotional blocks, just when somebody's blocked that cross, like a like and that's a big feature of my system is crosses. I can cross any card for just generally more information. If I get a card and I'm like, I don't get it. Like there's not enough, I need more information. I can cross any card, bottom cross, any card for more information. Okay. Just Ooh. generically. And then I read the, and I read 
it's like it tells it kind of it's like okay this like i read that first card in the with that second card and like as the guide or elaboration or giving me more info right Mm -hmm. and then the top crosses as well you can put a top cross top cross is generally when i'm looking for i'll do top crosses on the bottom outside when i'm trying to uh, a lot of times that's motivation i'll use top crosses uh for action like to like to see if there's projective action like if like oh are they gonna call you or do you have to call them for instance Right. You know, like top crosses might, you know, work as like, you know, but anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. Right? The age old question. So, <laughs> Who should call them? Right. So, you know, we got the, we got the internal, we got the internal module of my basic system. You go to the outside right now in general, we're doing a short reading. I'm just going to pop one card on the outside for you. And that's your outside interface right now. And that's beneath the outside interface card for the past, only it's slightly a little bit out to the right, you know, because like I said, it kind of becomes a pyramid, but you have this outside axis that becomes kind of diagonal. And anybody else you want to plug in or anything else you want to plug in, you plug in outside of that. Yes, you could plug in other people with whatever modules, you know, Uh, bosses have different modules. Bosses have modules of like, kind of like, what do they think about like you, like, like, how are they looking at you? What do they think about you? How do they feel about you? What are their plans for you moving forward? Mm-hmm. And that's another uh, that's another kind of deal that I do for people on the outside is like if like say I'm reading the you know the 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 you know the the boyfriend or girlfriend you know uh, I'll have cards uh okay what are they what is their vision of the future or what do they want or what is their motivation it really depends you know on kind of like the style of the reading you know like what's being asked but it's kind of somebody else's needs or views or wants or predictions or agenda or whatever and then a card next to that which is really balanced against your own so it's like a card that technically doesn't belong on that side of the table because it's like a internal look or an internal view but it's kind of like it's a balancer. It helps me read it in full because it's like, okay, well, here's what they say what they want. And the way that helps me interpret that card even more, because all these cards have ambiguous meanings until you because you have to read them in context with each other is, mm-hmm. well, here's here's your theoretical response to that. You know? Yeah. So oh. this guy says he wants five of discs. Oh, and you're like, oh, well, that's seven of wands. You know, five of discs. Oh, that's stuck in the mud. Seven of wands. Oh, that holds me back. You know, same old thing. Oh, great. I'm, I'm restricted. You know, like, that, for instance, you know. Right. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, we can also do something. Here's something I do for um, job seekers and for people that are wondering where they want to move and for single people that are looking for love. I do a it's called a, it's called outside potential. It's your potential pool. So there's this card that is that that goes to the far right that's outside of your, you know, your outside interface. And that's your potential pool and your potential pool. Sometimes that's like, all right, well, is there anybody is there anybody in your sphere worth dating? Like, is there anybody into you that likes you? Is there anybody that's around right now? Right. right. And we can usually cross that with um, just kind of like sometimes we can cross it with what I call scale for potential. Like, do we have strong potential? Like, where's, is there potential or not? You know, and it's scaled. It's not yes or no, but it's like how strong. And all my cards, we'll talk about scale some other time. Right. You know, but every, like I have scales 
that you can pull a car and every card exists on, has its place on several different scales. So if I'm scaling something, I can pull a card. It'll tell me how much of something, basically how much or, you know, how far, how long, you know, right. like I the mean, yeah. quantifier, right? Like a rough quantifier, you know, without right. having absolute decimal position. Right. Like but because that's ridiculous. But so uh, that I can also do that cross, though, is also instead of just potential, it can also just be like, well, how do you view it? Or like, what are your like, how does that how is that like cross for not even potential of like, like, oh, could this could it work? But is like, would you even want that? Right. So we can potential and get like eight of swords interference static you know or something like that it's like oh okay well there's somebody that's interested but you don't want them so fuck it right you know like doesn't, right so, doesn't do you, you any know, good that, right now <laughs> right and then be like yeah i know there's people that want me you know, right. okay so so that that's the you know and then what else can you plug that's that's mainly you know there's i have a uh on the outside i can also plug in um turn your outside interface card into what your current employment is and then we can cross for uh, kind of like sometimes it's cross. It's it, it depends on what you want to know. Sometimes it's cross for performance. Generally, that's for new jobs. Um, cross for stability. That's generally when people are just checking in for their boring forever shit. Uh, and then you can check for uh, and then uh, the cross is for um, it's kind of uh, there, there's another scale that you can cross for, and it's for like uh, like mobility. To see, like, okay, well, like, like, you know, is there a way to, to, like, how much, how stuck are you, or how much can you make change? So there's all these different ways you can scale that. And then there's, if you're doing a longer reading, there's other sub cards that you can plug in and make that a full module. You can have, how does your boss see you? Uh, and that can plug into the, you know, your, I got your whole boss module. We can even do how do coworkers see you? How do the people that work for you or underneath you? What is your interaction with them? Mm-hmm. I like to do that because I'm a fucking communist. And I like to shame managers when they're you know, <laughs> like, no, for real. I like a lot of times people have no clue over the phone. In person, I'll read every card that I'll put on the table except for my right. checks. But like people over the phone, people have no clue that I'm that I'm pulling cards to see if they're treating their workers right. Oh, you know? for real? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And if and if shit checks out, I don't even bring it up. Or I might like kind of I might bring it up in a brief complimentary way, mm-hmm. you know, if it if it looks good, you know. But but I will also, you know, I'd be like, well, here's the thing: your business sucks because you exploit night people, and that's why they're stealing from you, and you never go find any good help. do you like almost do you so if you get a card that says this this guy's a shit boss or whatever are you do you bring that up and you're like hey this is why everything sucks for you be a better boss i mean more or less i always you know i i'll almost always have that delivery of even when you know i might have to give you some bitter medicine but you know, I'm, I'm going to give you, you know, I'm going to make it real easy for you to swallow as, as much as I can. I really try not to be like a jerk. This right. is smart ass tarot. It's not douchebag tarot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm at the like wrong place. Jerk, right? <laughs> you know, but. Yeah. Ah, Gotta get some refreshments. 
My daughter is really leaning into the exclamation point in that H2O, you know, at the OH. She's like, can I have some H2O? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you know, water is normally boring, so why not spice it up with its scientific name and the, the periodic uh, elements? Table my or whatever. I don't know. Like, oh my god, it's you reminding me, giving me childhood flashbacks. I'm like, I know. They're bringing back like water brands from the 80s. Anyway, oh. so, uh, you know, yeah, you look at the outside. Um, what else do we plug in? You know, everything is really, it's like, here's the deal I try to make my system as universal as possible. I want to make it as flexible as possible. I want to be able to use roughly the same module on your boss as on your lover or your kid or anybody else that you should have to you know fuck with there's it's like reading the humans reading the human if you know the situation that's what the context is for you know so if Mm -hmm. you know the situation then you're like all right well how am i reading this person in this context and there's different ways you can use horizontal cards to do things like well how do they see you or what are they projecting towards you or that you know things like that you know yeah um you can also use that card to kind of check out people's plans you can see and check oh and then you can go far to the far outside right so we got you know we got you down your main line in the middle then we go one card out that's your outside interface and we go another card out and that's you know say your boyfriend but then we go another card out that's that's where I'm. That's the the question so many are asking as well. Is there is there another one? Is there so is, they cheating on me? Who who else are they fucking with? So I can go out right. now. That that position can be. Oh well, what about their job or their family or their anything that technically what is the thing that is outside of your system that is affecting them? You know, yeah. any two people have this. I'm reading kind of Newtonian two bodies two body gravitational interaction when you add in a third party that's where everything starts to become much more tricky and hard to calculate right so you know but you can use that position you know that that position is useful because a lot of times you'll just literally and and then it also is useful too for um doing like the the work of what what i call getting rid of blank cards like there's certain cards that just are low information. They might have very strong symbol, like power, like strong meaning mm-hmm. and would be very useful in a lot of different areas of tarot, but like have low symbolic information and low symbolic utility and don't really work good in scales or check system cards like the ace of swords shit. Like, like there's, there's just cards that like, like, or like the, the wheel of fortune, you know, or even the priestess sometimes like, you know, uh, there's cards that can pop up on that like far outside that I'm, that are just like, make me, you know, just like, okay, cool. Then And then we just, we just kind of good. We just got rid of a, what, you know, like a, like a card that, you know, might be, might pos- present a much greater frustrating mystery had it popped up somewhere else in the reading. So that's one of the right. side benefits of that position because yo, check it out. Usually the people that are asking that are tripping. Like, it's just like, like, it's like the suspicion. And that's when, and that's where it's like, that's why I like to read the inside and the outside. Cause people are like, Oh, you asking all these questions about like your boyfriend and is he cheating on you? But it's like, yo, I'm reading your inside and I see like all of your like insecurities and like hyper jealousies. And like, like that's, that's oh, on well, you. Like, 
you know, like, nah, that's you. You're the one that's wow. tripping. Like, they ain't cheating. You're tripping. You need to get a hold of your own self, you know? So, like, you can pick shit up and pick shit like that up, you know? I did not you, you, man, I didn't know that it went as in-depth as that. Like, it's like, oh, you can, shit, you know things about me that I don't even realize. <laughs> See? Like, what you find out in there? That's well, that's, as, you know, that's, that's, that's why it's a trip, man, is, you know, like, yeah, we could, you know, I got a lot of, you know, a lot of people that call me, you know, the people that know me, they call me and they're asking about stuff. And I got mm-hmm. shit. I got a lot of clients that they know to not ask about themselves. Like, right. they, like they know, like, like they know my system enough to keep it on the right side of the table. And I'll even say that sometimes, like, well, I guess today we keep it on the right side of the table. We ain't going to go to the left. You know, we ain't going to go mm-hmm. in that way. You got your own problems, lady. We know how you, we'll just, we'll just take you for as you are right now, you know, like, right, like something right. like that, you know, but you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> and generally speaking, a reading in my standard situation is actually more weighted towards the internal than the external. Um, okay. But that's a big part of that is because I don't have a lot of internal modules. I just don't. I really like, it's not like, there's just no need. I mean, I come like, I can come up with them on the fly if I need to, but really like, you know, it's, it's just, it's your, like, how do you, how are you, what is, what is your, what are you viewing things through your little Malkovich tube and what's Mm -hmm. going on behind that? And what's, how are you, and how does it make you feel? How are you feeling about it? Like, you know, like, And here's another thing is I don't spend a lot as many cards on the left is generally because people, people usually know how they feel. People usually know what they, you know, they usually know what they want, what their own motivations are. If they don't, you know, especially when people are calling like, what do I want? Like, what should I be doing? What is, you know, they're lost. They need that direction. And we can build on that internal side. You know, I have some modules for that. I can, you know, kind of uh but then even then see here's the thing right i really try to not build it off the internal side i try to stick to the base pattern as much as possible it is it's one size fits most you know right. it's like it's one size fits all but one size fits most it's right. yeah, it, i try to be as flexible as possible and use the it like because they the the, the the say the modules might be wildly different as far as how the cards are specifically tagged, like what meaning this card is tagged, you know, because that Mm -hmm. I might be like, oh, generic heart position, but I might be very specific, like, okay, well, how are they feeling about this exact thing or this card or like this influence or this, you know, piece of information, you know, I can like very specifically, you know, and I can, and, and uh, so, yeah, I just try to make them, resemble each other as much as possible big part of that though is because i do anticipate in 10 to 20 years like uh ai being on the level where i could probably be able to train a like a computer to do what i do oh shit don't tell people that you'll be out of a job (laughs) i mean you know shit i'm gonna be a fucking billionaire off of you know owning the fucking psychic fucking alexa you know Oh, so, okay. You know, business venture. Oh, oh! Don't let me be the one that like Jeff Bezos is like. All right, Zach, <laughs> we're just gonna pay you like a couple million dollars to just sit down with our engineers for like three years and train Alexa how to read tarot cards. Like, yeah. 
you know, just tear tear the business up from the inside out. That's your that's your uh, ultimate goal, <laughs> Bezos. <laughs> oh my God, just kill me now. No, I can't. Yeah. We're in the middle of a show. <laughs> I mean, I just it's like you know I have all these great ideas, but then it's like they're evil. Right. <laughs> <Can't> you, <laughs> it's like, my daughter's like that too. She'd be watching too much Jurassic Park. She'd be always like. She just today, she was like, Dad, could you sew a cat's head onto a dog's body? <laughs> why? Right, why? I'm like, I mean, no. I mean, maybe, like, but you shouldn't because it's right. evil. It's like wrong, kid. Like, I'm trying to teach my kid about bioethics. It's so difficult. Like she, I'm like she watches these Jurassic Park movies over and over and over. She got shirts and shit. She, you know, Lego. She's super into dinosaurs and and it's like we like she just blows me off, dude. I'd be talking. I'd be like, look, je- even if you could, the whole fucking point. Jeff Goldblum's character saying for three fucking movies that you shouldn't. You shouldn't. It's wrong. It's bad. It's evil. The whole fucking point of the reboots, the fucking that you shouldn't. It's bad. It's wrong. You know, you can't know you can't clone people. It's bad. It's right. It's like you don't fuck with nature like that. You don't play, you know, and it's like my kids just like, okay, so like, could I take like cow DNA and like mix it with like, no, what? (laughs) No. And also, how would you? (laughs) I know. I don't know. Little mad scientist hiding out in her room. My daughter, my daughter has this idea that uh, all you have to do is get all the different DNA of all the different birds in the world, and that there's like dormant, deactivated dino DNA that you could like decode from that, and then like use to like re like assemble a dinosaur. And I'm like, where would you get the rest of the DNA though? The, the lost genes that like got lost to evolution. And she looks at me like I'm a fucking idiot. And she's like. <laughs> From a frog, of course. And I'm like oh. remembering the <laughs> fucking cartoon at the start of Jurassic Park, you know, and they're the theme park and explaining that's where they got the missing DNA was from a frog. Oh my like, god. That's funny. I know. <laughs> at least oh, I got her to accept nice. at least I got her to accept that DNA takes like, you know, decomposes over tens of thousands of years and you know, like dino DNA, you can't find it. She's like she's trying to think of now how to like design dino DNA on the computer. I showed her Unipro I showed her Unipro Eugene too. I was like, I showed her what an amino acid like chain looks like on like, you know, with letters, you know, A, B, C, all that kind of shit. Yeah, she's a, she thinks that she thinks that we could buy a three D printer that could like somehow like just print that. I'm like, no, dude, it's a little more. Right. We can't just we can't just type in some DNA and print it out, man. It's a little more. Right. I mean, she's I mean, got I, the you, ideas. <laughs> you could you could technically you can you just have to paste it into an order form and then the, the company prints it out for you. We can't do it at home. Anyway, right. we're coming up on an hour, so look. Let's look at. at, at we got a couple questions, but yeah. I want to kind of talk about the rest of the system really quick. So we go okay. to the future part, and so we have the past module with its context card, right? We have the present module with its situation card, and we have the future module which starts with the challenge. Now this is the next step. This is what's right in front of you. And generally speaking, I like to look at it as like sonar, radar. It's like it hits whatever solid. This is the rock that you have to like that is in your path that you either have to move or go around or just deal with in some way. Here's the next solid thing that you hit. 
and that challenge ahead. Now, here's a trick. If it's a really passive card, you know, if you get the hangman or the ace of cups or the, or the priestess or something, we might be doing some prophecy. But if okay. it's a very, if it's a strong card, like, you know, the emperor, ace of wands, you know, uh, like if it's a solid card, you know, it's got Mars in it, then we might be like, well, here's how you shape the world. Now, that's my default is to put the challenge in the future and then go to your left side with three cards, what to do, how to do it. And then uh, above that kind of horizontally is your action to take. So what to do is just that is like, well, what to do. And then how to do it is literally how to do it. Like it's right. like what to do, how to do it. And there's different ways to interpret that, you know, but right. I mean, I, I keep it as colloquial and loose as possible because then that the semantics of the questioning allows you to like, like really great flexibility with being able to like find, like mine these cards for symbolic information to be able to actually find like the correct combination of like patterns that like actually is the, the correct one that like the client is like no that's it that's that's the way you're supposed to read this i know and i'm like i know too my check system says <laughs> we'll talk about check systems and other integration you know yeah but what to do how to do it and then your action to take is usually a card that actually talks about well is there you know and is there something that you have to do or is it a passive thing you know and there's also this thing that we call a flip that i can put on your uh challenge card of the and that the flip formally designates is this a prophecy or are or is this an action you know if the, if the re, if the if the left side leads then it's like all right do what thou wilt. You're making here's how to make your future. Here's what to do to shape your future in the way that you want. It. And then on the very far left, I usually almost always, even though I don't always read it, throw in your how that looks to you, like your internal look. Just like on the very top in the past, we have that inter we have the internal look. We don't have an internal look in the present because we don't need it because we were looking at your full at your full consciousness. But you know that that whole thing that brought down into your external look. Now your external look can be differentiated into conscious, subconscious, and feelings. Like how do you think about this? How what do you feel about it as it hits your subconscious? Things like that. You know that like you know how do you deal with it? it can be across. You know. Uh, stuff like that, you know, those we can, so we can still build out your internal side on the outside in the, or, or on the inside in the future. But generally speaking, you know, people are more, usually more concerned with results than how they feel about shit. So, right. <laughs> well, okay. I'll tell you this. Americans are, and that's the vast majority of my clients, but it's not all of them. I mean, I got a lot of people with accents, so, and yeah. a lot of people I don't think be worried, not so necessarily results oriented. Right. So, you know, well, it depends, you know. I, I put it like this I don't like to like stereotype, but then you do enough tarot and it's archetypes and like what you're used to, and you know, you get certain, certain peoples that, you know, like, you know, have like, yeah. you know, ask ask certain areas of questions more often than other people's you know but right right in it's general one one thing that's crazy about tarot though is like yeah there are some like like generalities that kind of hold across the board but like they're never reliable indicators on a case-by-case -case basis 
Right. So it's just an interesting thing. And that's the same thing with stereotypes in general. It's like, yes, there's truth. Be- there are all, there's always some truth behind stereotypes. Otherwise they wouldn't exist, but right. like they, you, like they're, they, they almost always fail when like held up on like to the individual. Right. You know, yeah. which is the, think- so, and, and, and that's, what's the difference between an archetype and a stereotype anyway. I mean, that's just a, that's a, that's a discussion. That's a, that's like a fine slice. That's like, that's like where we have to actually have like a YouTube, like what's the food archetype of stereotype? I was going to say that's our philosophy radio show. (laughs) Right. You know, and it's like, I guess it really is like, you know, maybe there's a degree of intersectionality that needs to get brought into that discussion. I mean, like all discussions, obviously, but you know, so I'm not going right. to sit here and be like, oh, that's what, like, put it like this. You could get a white boy that would take what I just said and be like, oh, okay, well, I'm not using stereotypes. These are archetypes. And oh, then, God, like, yeah. Like, my racist <laughs> archetypes. Like, no, you don't get to have, ra- you don't get to have your race. No, the, a right. racist is an archetype. Fucking old fucking, like, there are racist archetypes for sure. Right. <laughs> Like stay away like, from the devil's advocate guy. He can't listen to this. <laughs> exactly. That's the archetype, right? You know? Oh, so great. you know. Right. So and then on the outside, generally speaking, we can get, you know, again, one card. And so we have one card, past, present, future, that is your outside access. That is like, you know, sometimes that's how it deals and you know, it, it that card's so versatile. It's usually it's just what happens. It's like if it's, there's an action, this is kind of like how does that action come out in the world or like what is it create or how does it land? Does it work? Does it not? Do you get inter- if if you get pullback or pushback from the outside? If you if, you know if if you have mm-hmm. fight somebody, this card out here is going to pop up on some bullshit. <laughs> you know? God, I got to fight somebody. The tarot deck told me to. I don't know. I I don't know what else right. to tell you, dude. We got to fight. <laughs> right. Right. Well, not necessarily, you know, like with fists, but, you know, like, you know, uh, we got that struggle. We got to go against somebody. We got to have that conflict, you know. And so if there's conflict that shows up, you know, Um, and then you can pop out to the further outside. You can use the further outside. Also, here's the thing is if you pull a card in the present, right, like a base anchor card, especially if you're anchoring a situation, a person, an idea, whatever. Right. Uh, You know, uh, a process, something you can. You can pull that down. You can say, oh, okay, well, let me pop it. Let me pull it down. And pulling it down means you can extrapolate that. You can say, all right, well, where, where is that pull down in the future? So be like, oh, okay, well, we got your bullshit X out here. All right, well, we can pop them down and see yeah, if they're gonna, what's, what's going to happen with them and if they go hit you up or whatever, you know? Like, right. yeah, we can do that. So we can do pop downs on the outside. But then the outcome is the outcome. Generally speaking, my future range is three to five months. The outcome, you know, is no, I don't do, I don't do forevers. People ask that. If people ask me, will I ever, they go get a fucking lecture before we even start the reading. I'm like, do you, do you understand that if you ask, will I ever? And if I said no, that might fuck your whole life up. Right. (laughs) Stop them them from doing something that they actually really, you know, is their destiny to do. I've been rehabbing Will I Evers for fucking six and a half years now. They come in stumbling, psychically wounded, and shell shocked from 
the fucking fake gypsy lady down the street was like, ooh, your perfect love, your twin flame will come next year. And then yeah. when the twin flame, when that, then when that year comes and goes, and then they're like, oh my God, what did I do? Right. And then they come to me and I'm like, oh, you know, you just, you know, put all your love, all your bets in a twin flame that was supposed to come, like, you know, what the fuck, right? right. So it's, I could rant on about absolutism, but ooh, so we're at an hour and we're getting messages. Oh, wow. So that's my whole system. And we'll always be talking about my system and I'll always be talking about my positions. So that's about an hour with digressions to go through how that works. So mm-hmm. let's get guys, to these got, questions. Well, do you, I was going to say, do you have any questions before we start taking questions? Oh, no. I've, I'm, I think I'm pretty solid. Word. Okay. Let's. Here, our first question. Why did I give myself the name I gave myself? Okay, so that was Super Loser. So I'm assuming you mean why did you name, why you consider yourself a Super Loser? That's how I'm interpreting it. Um, Well, okay. Okay, that's a good interpretation, although I would back it up from that because that's supposing that he considers himself a super loser. Right, right. So I would like to, like, I would actually like to explore that question quick, uh, what I call phenomenologically is like, okay, now asking what is the trickiest thing. Asking how, what, where, when, like asking, like, the other W's is much easier. Asking why Asking people's motivations. I mean, those can be deep, but we can end up talking about your childhood and shit. But, you know, let's check it out. Let's see. So let's see. Super loser. Why super loser? Why? Why that? You know, people ask me why I hate swine. And it's like, have you talked to me about the police? <laughs> why super loser? Hmm. Hmm. And uh, while Zach is thinking, if you want, you can always book a private session with him on smartasstarot.com. There is just an area on the website for you to book with Zach. And you can also submit questions early, if you please, on the site as well. Thank you. You're welcome. here we get the eon, which is the sign of silence, but it's also a big, strong card about like knowing your purpose and that inner solid truth. And it's crossed with the nine of discs, which is gain. Now you could read that card as like, Oh, why do you feel like a loser? Are you quiet? You don't speak your truth. And the nine of discs is all like, are you too patient? I don't think that at all. Uh-uh. I read that. I was like, uh, uh-uh, wait, hold on. The, the eon is like, when we keep in that big secret, Cause it ain't come out. We were like, nah, I'm not even speaking about my power. The nine of discs is patience and generosity. It's like you calling yourself super loser. Cause you trying to like, that's like fucking false humbleness. You're actually not. You, you, here's the thing. My check system, three of wands, which is virtue. Not only does that mean yes in my check system, but virtue is the kind of card of a strong, cool, bold guy is like, it's like, yo, you're not a loser. That's the fucking funny part. Like, super loser, you're actually probably a pretty cool guy. I mean, you might be a jerk off in life, but you're not a loser. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, right. I hope you're not a jerk. You might be a very nice guy. But I'm saying, it's like, you ain't a loser. You ain't a loser. You're, you being quiet, like, you're a winner, and you're trying to be quiet about that. And it's almost like, I don't know, man, like, like I, I, don't, I don't, it's, it's self-depreciating. 
And that's your game. That's game though. With the chariot, it's like, no, that's game. It's like, you got this love for yourself. It's like, it's like, it's like self-depreciating humor. And some people do it because they hate themselves. Some people do it to show that they are comfortable, that they got that self-love. And that's why I really think so. You really want to know why super loser? I mean, who knows? You might have like lost 20 grand in the stock market or some shit. And that's what they called you at your old firm before they fired your ass. But I think that it's a big joke and that you're actually not. So there you go. Let's get that next question. All right. Here we go. Okay, I'd love I'd love a little mini reading. There is a specific question that, I, that I'm I'm thinking of. Um, I am a, I am a spirit medium myself, um, and I have a spirit that visits me in my dreams and and is trying to connect with me. And I'm asking this this spirit to connect with me, but it's not. Um, it's refusing to. Do you think? Um, that this spirit is going to, to communicate to me and do you think it's something I'm I'm lacking in seeing or do you think that it's uh, just being restricted by something? Um, I've never experienced this before so yeah I'd love to know the answer and whenever I do have um, a reading for some reason the high priestess always comes up um, telling me always to follow my instincts I know but but yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Right. Well, that was Enigmania. Trying to figure out well, what the spirit wants yeah. to say. And, you know, because the nice thing about tarot is I don't have to be fully where all I need is, like, like what I call, like, I just have to get my, like, be able to, like, get a fingernail on something. You know, right. it's like, you know, like when you want, you know, like you on, on in baseball, you just have to have like one toe touching the base to be safe. Right. It's right. like for me. Like, All right, cool. Like, I don't need to ask a bunch of follow up questions about you or the spirit or any of this shit. I'd be like, All right. Here we got Enigma. What's her whatever. We got you with your beautiful voice. You know, us Americans always think y'all are like, this sounds just so beautiful. Like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's like. God, it's like you're speaking in cursive. Like it's just fancy. I know. But can we get you to do like the intro? Like, like welcome to Small Task Tarot. <laughs> hey, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Right. That's what we need. Like all these like cool people with cool accents that aren't from Minnesota like us. All right. So yeah. give me a second. Let's see what's going on with the spirit. Ooh, well, we cut on the moon. We cut on the moon. So first off, we talk about your subconscious for sure. We talk about sleep guaranteed. We also might be talking once a little bit about like uh, moon. Uh, moon has the cycles in it too. You know, the moon is a card. It's like I will just posit that um, just cutting this card and not even based on the, any other card that I'm going to pull. I'm going to throw out here that if there is a chance at communication with this entity it might be very strongly tied with your menstrual cycle, assuming you have a menstrual cycle. So, you know, that's, there could be that as well because the moon is intuition, but then it's like, man, I don't know. That's just like that popped up. There's a lot that we get the moon. Okay. So let me see your internal side. Knight of swords. It's swiftest place, like something that dives in on you. Okay. But it's interesting because the moon is about, we have our guard up and what do we let through? And the knight of swords is like that. 
it's almost that like you know that mosquito that made it past the net that thing that dive that that like we open our guard up for a little bit and it slides in so let's get the outside that's a great way Mm. to put it i always enjoy your metaphors they're quite entertaining Oh, oh, catching on to anything? Uh, Anything yeah, I think it's like, if anything, hmm, hold on here. I'm always curious about uh, mediums in general. So that'd be cool to hear a little bit more about how that works for you, Enigmania. Yeah, you know, I always, yeah, because, you know, put it like this. I always uh, am curious because in my very early beginnings in this world, when I first started reading tarot and doing magic, I was working with some mediums and I had some interesting experiences. I had some very disappointing experiences. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's always a thrill to meet somebody that actually is a medium you know yeah and i'm looking at these cards and i'd be like oh i ain't doubting you a medium uh for sure even just cutting on the moon on this one but yo here's the thing we got the night uh the queen of discs on the outside top cross with that ten of swords see queen of discs that's looking back at the past woman looking back at the past ten of swords is heartbreak heart that stabs the heart and here's the thing with this card the ten of swords got gemini in it. gemini the sign the sign of it is just like gemini in my system can stand in for dna standing for family can stand in for ancestral shit i'm looking at this and it's like yo whatever and and here's the thing i was trying to tap in i thought that i was like oh is this some ancestor or something nope Uh uh-uh my check card on that is death now the death card itself can mean oh it might be somebody that's dead or even the death like death energies itself but my check in my check system it just means i'm wrong right and i like back to like six of swords of the devil here's the thing right I don't know what this is. and I'm not a Christian. I was never raised a Christian. People's ideas of like the devil are very primitive and superstitious and stuff. But I'm going to throw this out here. There's whatever this is. There's something. And it's been fucking with the women in your family for generations. Ooh, so it's like a don't let this thing in sort of situation. Mm, you fucking said it. Challenge. Here's the thing. You cut on the moon. Challenge ahead is the sun. Like, oh. Okay, so this, that's the complete opposite. It's like, okay, well, the, with the moon, is if, if you're in the moon, you're not seeing it clearly. You got to see this one clearly. The sun says, yo, this might not be an entity that we want to have communication with. This might be something that you need to learn how to draw your boundaries with. Okay, so because with what to do being the queen of cups and how to do it being the queen of swords. Now, queen of cups, that says you're not seeing it clear. See, when the challenge ahead is the sun, the sun says, oh, you have to see something clear. You have to look, look at like it's dry your eyes. The Queen of Cups is like it's blurry. And the Queen of Cups also says hide yourself from something or, or put a veil up. It's like put a smoke screen up, you know, like don't allow them. To, it's like don't let them know where you're at. You know, the Queen of Cups is how your profile looks when somebody tries to click on it and you block them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to do that shit spiritually. And how to do that is the Queen of Swords. That's Lady Justice with the sword in one hand and this dude's fucking head in the other hand, this entity's head in the other hand, and a blasé look on your face. Like, nope, cross my boundaries. I'll chop your fucking head off, whether you are flesh or ectoplasm. Mm -hmm. You know? 
So oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, okay. I was gonna say it's interesting that um you mentioned that it's probably been fucking with the women in her family for a long time and that um <clears throat> it might revolve around her menstrual cycle or something like that, you know, so that to me that's just like huh. Like, is it something that like is stronger when it's that like time of the month or like something? I just I think it's interesting that <clears throat> that kind of connects the two is what I'm saying. It's like is that that's, might have something to do with it. That's interesting, you know, and that's and 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 I and I and I appreciate that too because you know that's like those are things you know it's like I don't know I always say like like one of my major blind spots as a reader is basically just the fact that I was socialized as a man and that most of my clients are women. And that can be a huge asset when they're trying to like get like, why is my boyfriend such a douche? And I'm like, honey, we're all like this, but right. you know, like, it's, it's, it's a little different when it's like, you know, when, you know, things like that. Yeah. So that's a, that's definitely, you know, a connection that, you know, there could be there. So in what, you know, and so sometimes that is also, it's like, you know, intuition and spiritual sensitivity and like being sensitive to like medium shit. That is something that is kind of anecdotally known to be hereditary. And so I'm just going to throw out here. You might have, you might come from a line of seers and y'all's line of seers might have some, you know, uh, it's a, you know, your own demon to deal with. I use that word demon loosely, not in a, not in a, like a biblical sense, you know, but right. with the devil and with this devil card, I'll be like, you know, I don't believe in the devil like Satan, but I believe in the devil with a small capital, with a small D, you know, a lowercase D, that, that little devil, that non-nibbling, like, what is that thing? Now, sometimes that could, you know, like, I have that, like, I don't like to westernize shit, man. The white boy in me wants to be like, oh, and then we have epigenetic encoded memories that are passed down from our ancestors. And it's like, yeah, all that shit's true. But there's also <laughs> real, actual, spiritual realm shit that they haven't figured out how to, like, you know, build machines to detect the waves of or whatever. <laughs> you it's, know? Right. What's It's making well, me... They, they got the machines. It's just they're all in Russian, so we don't know how to right. use them. Right. To me, I'm like, so what I'm thinking, what keeps coming to my head is like, is this a generational curse situation? You know, if it's like, if it's, if is it having trouble getting to you because like, it's like maybe you're meant to break this generational curse? That's, uh, that's just what, you know, came to my mind personally. If I'm thinking through it with everything. So that's, uh, I don't know. I don't know much about generational curses, but uh, that just you popped in my head. Okay, so that you think, you know what? Okay, so it's like, it's like not in that sense, but the when the way that like the fact that you brought that up, I think was really helpful for me because I pulled a card on that. No, I get the, the Ten of Cups. Now, here's the thing, right? It's not necessarily a generational curse. Here's the deal. That's what made me just like, when you said that, I looked at that devil card. Mm-hmm. Here's the, here's the thing, right? You know what's the, the what's the worst thing that you can that 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 could happen? Okay, put it like this. Remember, uh, remember Last Temptation of Christ with uh, Willem Dafoe as Jesus and Harvey Keitel as Judas, and he gets took down off the cross by that little girl who's an angel and says, 
God said you suffered enough. Now you can go have like a wife and kids and shit, you know? And at the very end, Judas comes in like, you disgust us. You made me betray you for nothing for that little fucking devil. He's like, that's an angel. And he looks at him, he's like, that, that's not an angel. That's the devil. How you gonna listen to that shit? You know, just like this little girl sitting there smiling, laughing, like, I told you. Ooh. Yeah, uh, see? So it's like, yo, the devil with that six of swords, here's the thing, right? You a you a medium, you to like, you know, we're in a culture, we're in a kind of a spiritual new age culture that kind of, you know, has that idea, you know, for some people of like, oh, can we there's these spirit guides that maybe we can get in touch with and listen to right that could provide us with wisdom and knowledge and if all if only we can have like that clear connection with those spirit guides and those entities around us we can have like that wisdom and knowledge right mm-hmm. but joe flip it around for a second and forgive me if i sound a little southern baptist for just a minute the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. There is some shit like, why would you think that all entities around you are benevolent? There is some shit I think that's been fucking lying to the ladies in your family for generations. Don't listen to it. You need to develop your own to- intuition. Your, act- your, action- your action to take is the emperor. And with this ace of swords on the outside, you need to pop that bubble. You know what? You should be working inwards and developing that own inward intuition. Honestly, yeah. You know, and I mean, working with being a medium is cool. You know, when people, you know, want to pay money to like talk to grandma and shit, you know, that that's, that's, that's tight, you know, and it has its uses, but yo, I'm going to say even for you at this level of your spiritual development right now, focus inward and build that inward self so that you can trust your, that like, and if you're having readings that keep telling you, trust your own intuition, this is why, because you got to be solid so that you can fucking be able to, you know, listen in some shit that comes in and say, no, that's bullshit. I'm not listening to that. That's, that's, that, that's that lie. You know, Karanzan, when I say the devil's a lie, I'm thinking Karanzan is the actual name of that entity that it's like, it's like when you think you've enlightened, you think you're enlightened. You're like, Oh wow, I figured it all out. And it was like, when, once you accept that, then that's, that's the trick. That's how they got you. That's how you lost in the abyss. That's how you become a self-righteous you know, self-arrogant <laughs> asshole who thinks that they're enlightened when really the true trick to enlightenment is realizing that there is no such thing as objective knowledge or objective truth. And so that voice, you know, if this entity that you feel calling to you ever, you know, if you ever hear it clear and that sounds like that voice of truth, uh-uh, uh-uh, there might be some truth in it, but it's like a game. It's like, oh no, if you accept it on his face, that's that's that'll lock you in that ten of swords. Even it's like don't make there might be past decisions that you don't even know about that are ancestral that were that 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 led you to where you're at in the road of history that might have been based off of intuition that was fucking falsely informed. So I don't. I mean, I will say with this ten of cups, you know, it's there's nothing. It's not like oh, a cursed. You don't have to. There's no spiritual like technical thing to do about this. It's more. It's just like. You know, don't listen to that shit. Listen to yourself. Trust that build that intuition of yourself so strong that you that your own. And it's like put it like this: the same internal lie detector that you use for the living, you use for the dead and never living. You know. Yeah. So, next question: What? What? Do you have anything to add to that before we go to the next question? Oh no, 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 no! I think we. I like I like that conversation that we just had. It feels right. So, I'm going to play. Hi, guys. Can you do my tarot, please? I would love it. 
All right, this is Bunny One. Bunny One wants to do a a spread. Well, so now sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's like, oh, uh oh, like she just says, Terry, like she didn't ask a question. What could we possibly be reading about? But then I put mm-hmm. one card in the Knight of Cups, and the Knight of Cups is that Knight in Shining Armor. That's a love card, so it's pretty sure we talk about love. Now that doesn't necessarily mean oh, like romantic love. That could be like you know, your love for your children or like the love that you, that's, that you, you know, that you, that sends you into battle for the right cause or whatever. But we cutting on the Knight of Cups it generally makes me think about the love life, you know? Uh, oh yeah. Well, I'll put it like this. When I say love, like we talk in interpersonal relationships, I don't necessarily know who we're talking about. Like I said, this could be, this could be a family thing. This could be, you know, because the Knight of Cups could be fighting with love because your outside card, we got the Seven of Wands. Seven of Wands is a big indicator. It's got the Mars in it. It's where it pulls on you really hard. Leo is about the heartstrings, about the sense of obligation that one person owes another person based on the context of the relationship. The Seven of Wands is called valor. That's where we sacrifice ourselves because we feel like we owe somebody else. But when the seven of wands pops up on the outside, a lot of times that's when there there might be unfair manipulation leverage or something on the outside that requires your sacrifice. So when we cut on the Knight of Cups, seven of wands, I don't know. I'm looking at this and it's like, this is this makes me feel like there's somebody pulling on you too much. And you're looking at this like eight of discs on your internal side. You're like, well, I'm trying to res- you know keep my reserves up. I don't want to give too much. I want to be cautious. I want to be careful. I'm hoping for the best, planning for the worst. Um, where you are right now, seven of discs crossed with five of discs. Definitely seven of discs is fear of failure. And when it's crossed with five of discs, that's like tiptoeing around like five of discs to be that card where you like driving like the police behind you or like, really it's worry. There's a lot of anxiety with the card. There's a lot of like worrying about like how other people are perceiving things or like just a lot. It's just a lot that's dragged down. Now the seven of discs where you at, this can be fear of failure, but yo, we get the seven of wands, seven of discs. I'm just going to throw this out here. It's like, yo, this can be, you see this eight of discs on your internal side. You come in and you try and this is like a, 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 a fruit tree, nicely trimmed. It's a card where it's like, oh, okay, I'm just trying to make sure that I'm not spread too thin. I'm trying to make sure my bills get paid. I'm trying to make sure every part of my life is even and balanced. I'm not, you know, getting drained dry. Well, the seven of discs is the tree that's overgrown where the fruit is withering because all the sap is getting sucked away by branches that don't got fucking no use. So, you know, with this five of discs, I don't know, man, I get get the hangman on the outside with the six of wands. Hold on. Give me, give me one second. My check says check. One second, one card, check card, three of wands. I like to check my accuracy when I think I like put some shit together. Here's the deal. There's, it's like you, there's some love connection that, and then it's like, but on the outside, with the outside being the hangman, the hangman is like zero effort. It's like the hangman has gone limp, right? And behind that, the six of wands, victory. It's like just like the hangman and victory, put it like that. That's like treading water. You know, it's not drowning, but it's not swimming forward either. It's just sitting there and I'm sitting there and it's like with the seven of wands and the six of wands, we got seven and five of discs. We got all these Leo and Taurus already. And it's just like, man, what are we going to see in the future? Probably something about boundaries. I don't know. Let's pull it. Well, Ace of wands. Okay. Hold on. Let's do that. 
I mean, boundaries are important in every relationship, but I always feel like that is um, an issue in romantic relationships a lot. So perhaps that is what we're looking at. Oh, wait, hold on, check. It's like you waiting on somebody. If if I had to ask, if I had to guess, I'd be like, I, I this looks like maybe you waiting on somebody to like be ready for a relationship or to be available or something. You know, like maybe there's somebody that you're waiting on that is like still got heartstrings that is like all tangled up with somebody else. So I don't know. We got the challenge of future. We get the Ace of Wands. So really, Ace of Wands, you just like you just have to do your will. You can't be like pulled back or held back by whatever you're dealing with with the outside. But it's interesting because your action to take or your what to do is the Five of Swords. Five of Swords is a passive card. It says, "Oh, okay." Well, this throws it, this makes the reading easy. It says, well, I'm just going to predict what happens then. And when we get this nine of cups crossed with nine of discs on the outside, it's like somebody like, it's like something's flushed out. See the nine of cups. It's like, it's like that, which we were hanging on to. Now we can let go of and it's happiness. It's not the worst card. It's a good card, but it's like a flushing out. And this nine of discs is gain. It's good. It's it's it, but it's like positive growth. Like the seven of discs, that's fruit withering. The nine of discs is fruit ripening. And so we get this like this princess of swords towards you. And I just feel like maybe who knows? I could, it could be like somebody like, oh, all right, you'll be pleased to know that we're getting a divorce, and so maybe we can move forward on working with our relationship because me and now my me and my ex are history or something. That, that very well could be the case here. So, you know, and with this two of discs, how it looks to you, it's like, yeah, I almost think you're just waiting on somebody to break up. That's what <laughs> I would get. I mean, and my check, my checks seem strong on that. I mean, yeah, Wheel of Fortune. I mean, I don't, uh, yeah. So, okay. All right. I mean, put it like this. I'd be, I'd be surprised if it happened tomorrow, but I'd be shocked if it took longer than nine months. So if you're waiting on somebody to break up with somebody else, yeah, it might be about nine months. You might have some love that you might feel like is that you're stuck on is something you're supposed to be getting over. But I don't know. I don't like to tell people to hold a torch, but that is what that Ace of Wands of the future is. So just be chill and be cool. And the six of this is your action says officially make no change. Just move forward towards life normally. And all of a sudden, maybe something that is, you know, limp on the outside, all of a sudden, like something that, you know, is, is, is overwhelmed on the outside is, is, is not, you know, like all of a sudden it becomes active. So yeah, you might have this love and it's, it's not even like, Oh, a new lover coming in the near future. It's like, nah, it's the lover you've been like hanging, like waiting for, like might actually get their shit together and be like available either, you know, like in the real world or just emotionally in whatever way. So. Yeah. Um, be an exciting update in nine months. I expect to hear back. Um, all right. Hello. Oh, hello. It's bunny again. Oh, yeah. What can you tell me about my family life? So that was Bunny again. Well, um, you know what? I could also say that obviously, it, you know, because love is love, right? And we look at these same exact readings. And even when I started reading, I was like, I mean, it didn't have to be romantic love. If we're looking at family life, I'd be like, well, fuck. It look, if, if I was looking at this as you dealing with your family, 
I'd be like, yo, your family, what am I supposed to say? It looks very fucking dysfunctional and fucked up and you need to let go and be more of an individualist and be able to have some really sharp boundaries, you know, and let time heal. That's what I would think. Like the seven of dis man, the seven of wands on the outside, that valor, that's a, that's a fucked up card with family. That's where like, usually we're out where, where it's like, it can be trauma. It can be abuse. It can just be where obligation overwhelms our sense of self. You know, they, like there's a lot of, and the seven of discs cross with five of discs. See, those are both Taurus cards and Taurus really reads very hard on our socialization. The seven of discs, man, it's like when shit is broken, it's dysfunctional. It's like, you know, it's crossed with five of discs. That could be this like preoccupation with trying to fix it. So I don't know, man, I like your family life. I would say be more of an individualist. And if you got kids, focus on more on your kids than on like your mom and your siblings and that kind of shit. You know, like your your like birth, like you know, focus on the family you create, whether that's you and your kids and your lovers or your friends or your chosen peoples or your spiritual community or what the fuck ever. But like, this is just making me think, like, yo, you got some heartstrings and some connections because yo, if this is a love life, I'd be like, oh, it looks like maybe yes, yeah, somebody's might get, might be free and get a divorce and come to you soon. But those same symbols that Princess of Swords can be you cutting people off and being able to be like, man, look at the breathing room I have. So, take it for what you will. Interesting. All right. Yeah, that totally makes sense about the past, um, and and obviously with the Ten of Swords as well. Um, I almost drowned when I was when I was a child when I was ten years old, um, and yeah, uh, they thought that they they'd lost me, but but I was revived. Um, and when I came back, that's when I started to, to be able to pick up on elegies and, and yeah, that's, that's how I, I got introduced to it all. Um, however, I will tell you, um, that it's not like seeing, I'm not more of, I'm not a clairvoyant. I can't see specific things. Um, I tend to lean on the clairaudient, clairsentient side. It's more about the feelings. Um, and that's how I get my communication from picking up those energies. Thanks for that. When I do dead yeah. stuff, I'm, I do a lot more clairsentience <laughs> and clairaudience than seeing stuff myself as well. Like, you know, if people, but I can only do it for certain things like, like, man, when people come in and they're like dead, like gangbanger brother or son or like, you know, uh, boyfriend or husband, like dead criminal. I don't know, like dead criminals. I can always read real good just because I like all my dead people, you know, it's like I got <laughs> I, I'm like very close with the criminal afterlife, you know. So, <laughs> that, better, than, better than uh, the current life, I guess. Criminal, I don't know. Let's uh, see what. You know, I almost, I almost drowned too, but no, it wasn't a big deal. Uh, because my shithead family, yeah, my piece of shit fucking step grandpa, my like grandma's husband, ran me over with a boat when I had a fucking <laughs> life jacket. Pin me on, pin, yeah, ran me over with a boat once. What you the... know, I know. Uh, that's. Oh, wow. That's evil. Okay, so I don't know. Okay, so you remember that? So, okay, so this shows you. I was probably about seven or eight when this happens. And so this would place this in like about 1992 or three, right? And so I'm trapped under a boat. I still remember seeing like, oh, shit, I'm trapped under this boat. I got a life. I got to claw my way under. 
literally, do you know what like flashes on my mind's eye? Rescue nine one one. Like, oh no, I don't want to be on rescue nine one one. The TV show. That's your big worry. <laughs> I know, I know, and I had like a headache for a week after that. And I don't know, maybe I have some like brain damage from that. That's why I'm so fucked up in life. <laughs> I mean, at least you weren't on rescue nine one one, to my knowledge. <laughs> I've had enough brain sky. Like I've had like eight cat scans in my life in my head, so I'm pretty sure MRIs. I'm pretty sure that that didn't fuck me up. But anyway, next question. <laughs> Let's keep yeah, going. Thank you. Um, okay, then it's something that I won't won't pursue. I'll I'll get my my spirit guides to surround me with protection. I had an inkling it was it was something along those lines because I've never experienced. Um, the refusal of a communication even though that 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 um essence is coming to me which is really weird i couldn't put my finger on it something not of this world Here, here's a good rule of thumb that i just invented hmm. um what is it? if if you like just the same as it ain't worth a lover that's trying to play hard to get don't play into that hard to get shit with a spirit either the spirit playing hard to get that that that's like the essence of like the trickster demon. You know, that's some like that's right. some like I'm not, that's some like coyote spirit. Some like you know like, you don't fuck with that trickster spider shit. That Loki shit. So. Right. It's like uh, any any spirit that like genuinely wants to talk to you or needs your help. It, it's probably not gonna. I mean, I don't I don't know. I'm no expert, but I, I would assume it wouldn't be like you're fighting it off in some way or you know what i mean like it can't fully get to you if it's in the spiritual yeah in the spiritual realm for me that's a sure black sign of some like some like blackness not even black i don't i don't mean man i don't want Ooh, there's that white supremacy in the english language there that's a sign of that uh of that that malevolence you know it's like mm-hmm. you know that that oh here's uh, this potential source of knowledge but no you you don't you don't deserve it or you can't access it it's like well, then, no, then why fucking bring it up in the first place? Like, just right. like, it's like, you know, like going and eating your, eating your lunch in front of a homeless guy. Like, mm, you know, like, right. uh, yeah, you don't need that kind of spirit. So let's, 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 let's go on to the next one. You said it was about family and you haven't even played my message about <laughs> me asking to pull it about family yet. Hey, there, that's how we know. That's a, that's a better check system almost right see and, and that's, that's what's interesting about this medium is i'll do a reading and then i'll get the feedback like after i do the reading you know mm-hmm. so it's like we're usually i get live feedback from people but that okay you know that's yeah if it's about you if that i mean it's about your family like man you better off alone for now. I'm not saying you have to like change your name and disown everybody, but it's like, yo, like live your own life, cut away, get away, do your own thing. That six of this is your action is also can be a moving card. So if you have to move away from your family, fucking move away from your family, like live your own life, do what thou wilt. I'm looking at this, this power card. It's like, yo, even with the power card above, it's like, yo, you know what the biggest power you have against your own family is four walls and a door that ain't never got the goddamn key for. So, you know, yeah, I like that. I wish I could respond to you as you're talking, that you guys could hear me responding. (laughs) I'm going to check the next one, too, to see if that was also bunny. You're nailing it. You're completely nailing it. 
Yes. These are the those are the quotes that I need too for like bumpers when I'm gonna make like a little trailer tape. Yes, thank you, bunny. You talked about family and valor and sacrificing myself, unfair manipulation, fear of failure, worry and anxiety. Um, I had to pull a restraining order on someone that's threatening my family. So you're so spot on um, with a lot of the things that you're saying. This waiting on somebody thing to do my will. I'm kind of wondering, like, uh, kind of more like what it means. Oh, wow. Well, I'll say, you know, part of that is when we get that waiting, you know, wow, right. That waiting, you know, uh, look, thinking about those because I already wiped your cards, but thinking about I still got them in my head. That outside module, that same one, that nine of cups, nine of discs, it's like, yo, if you got to say you got a restraining order, order for protection or whatever on somebody right now, that shit does expire. And you will probably have to get it renewed because, you know, and that will be a re- like a cyclical thing. And you will have to reinforce that boundary. So even part of that says it's like, remember that you haven't heard the last of that person. And so that cord cutting is a continuous process. And that queen of swords, like I said, that queen of swords lady just chopping off that dude's head. So if you have, I hate the fucking police. People are called the police in general suck, right? But yo, no, uh-uh. That if you got a motherfucker like, like this is one of those situations where you better make them pig motherfuckers do their goddamn job and enforce that shit to keep you safe. So that's all I got to say. Exactly. Let's see. Last one. Would you mind possibly giving me a reading, uh, a general reading about what is my most pressing concern at the moment, if you do not mind? I, too, am a psychic medium, and I'm I'm loving this show, and I'm enjoying watching both of you. So I'd like to see what the cards say about me. Thank you so much. All right. Kenna Hawk, what, what do we got for Kenna? What do we got for Kenna Hawk? I'm reshuffling because I'm almost burned out through my deck, so I want to reshuffle a little bit. Oh, yeah. Get that nice and mixed. Um, thank you for the compliment also, Kenna. That is very oh, sweet. Appreciate and, it. Uh, and, you know, and one thing, and we're getting all these accents, right? So one thing that I feel like we should start doing maybe with the next show is encouraging people to kind of like give us a shout and let us know where they're from. Because I just yeah. love to know where people are calling me from, man. Like when I do when I do phone readings, I'll be like, "Where's this area code? Where the hell are you?" You know, like like this. You know, I do readings around the world, so I this is it's just it's fun. It, it, it you know not that and what's the last pertinent information, but it's usually nice. But it's like I always think that's cool. Well, let's hear this. You got. Oh, we got a new got one. It? All right, Ooh. so I'm gonna do a reading, but here as I let, play the next one because I'm a lady's cards okay. up. I hope you don't mind. I have another question. Um, I've uh, due to COVID, um, I was put on furlough and then um, obviously made redundant. And I was just wondering, what am I going to be doing in my next field? What is it? Something I've done before? Will it be something completely different? And what will it entail? What will be the the feelings behind it? Will I enjoy it? Will I not? All right. That's a, I'll write that down to make sure we don't forget. But Enigmania wants to know where her career life is, is going after this 
we're gonna do a little world. short one. We gonna we gonna do a little short one for that uh, in a second. But yo, let's get to uh, what was the what was the previous? I, I forget her name, but yo, Kenna. Uh, uh, right, right, right. Okay, so remember what I remember the previous reading that we had just did that was like, um, oh, here's this like spiritual entity. Don't listen to it. Block it out. Cut it away. It's got nothing but lies for you. This these cards. Girls say like the exact opposite. It's like, man, there's something that you might be blocking out right now that is a real source of knowledge and wisdom. And that might be something that's very rooted in tradition, authority in your own like background or something that you might be like, you know, blind to consciously reject and feel like you evolved past or something, but that might be like, that, that might, there's something, there's some knowledge here. Cause look, we cut on the nine of discs, nine of discs means gain. And sometimes, yeah, we talk about the, you know, the, 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 the you know, our material life, but no, it's a card of ripening. It says almost, it says you almost there. It's almost well, you almost ready. You, you almost have finished almost ready to level up. It was just this one last one last piece of the puzzle. Right? Here's the last thing that needs to be done before we have the wealth. But where you're at right now with the priestess, holy card. Yes, sometimes that can mean you're like lost in need direction, but I didn't feel that. When I felt when they hit the table, that's that holy woman card. That's the woman that's ready to see beyond the veil. But sometimes we're blinded. It's like we're looking into the darkness and we haven't focused or adjusted our eyes yet or like, there's something it's like we don't know, you know, what direction to go. We're trying to use our eyes and we need to use our other senses. But in your conscious mind and in your internal side, I got the magus, which now the magus of the priestess is the match pair. You know, you could talk about like male, female archetypes or whatever. The magus is the magician. The magus evolving now. You could talk about being busy in life and we're juggling all this shit. And sometimes this is when we're rising up above the old stuff, like the man evolves past the ape in this card, right? And that's the idea here. It's like, yeah, you're a magician, the priestess and the magus together. I'm like, all right, well, it's always a privilege to read people that I consider basically colleagues in the spiritual shit. You know, obviously on that card, you you know, you up there in the clouds with us, you know, so mm-hmm. that's cool. Uh, now we go to the outside, though, and I get the moon. I was like, ooh, now the moon is that that veil, but it's also it's like, yo, there's something with your interface. It's like, it's like, I mean, yeah, you got your guard up, you're blocking something out. And not seeing something that you're supposed to. It's like, wait, wait, why are you blocking the sun? Why are you blocking what you're supposed to see? And the cross of that is the Hierophant. Hierophant is the old, I always say it's the old white dude with the beard that is like, you know, it's the Pope, is the preacher, is the one that says, here's authority. You know, a lot of times it's a card that talks about our culture, you know, and our family. And sometimes that could be just our individual family traditions all the way through our like national, supranational culture, you know. Taurus can be deep, but Taurus is what we're taught. Taurus is, it's like, sometimes it's almost, it's like, who knows? Maybe it's like, yo, uh, maybe there's a lot of um, wisdom to be had in a mystical exploration of the rejected Christianity of your youth, for instance. You know? <laughs> yeah. Just throwing that on the table. Perhaps it's that. Hey, I mean, that's <laughs> some real shit. We think we raised up and evolved past some stuff, but it's like, well, what we did is we evolved past, you know, we've evolved and so we can maybe look at everything from that new perspective i'm just gonna throw that out there but it looks to me it's like you block in this authority and it's that you're supposed to be listening to 
So a challenge ahead with adjustment, Lady Justice, this talks about boundaries. Look, you have the sword, you can cut things off, but adjustment is interesting. It is about balance and making adjustments. And, and I'm like, all right, well, what to do and how to do it. I got the Empress and the Four of Wands. The Empress, when the Empress is what to do, it's always, oh, okay, you have to be passive and open and receptive. Now, usually that says, oh, I'm about to predict something that happens, but not in this kind of reading. I already knew. I was like, oh, you have to open yourself up. Like, and how to do that, the four of wands, Venus and Aries, uh, consummation. Now, part of this does, it's just double Venus. And we could just talk about like, you know, the, the generic opening up your spiritual like armor and like taking risks emotionally. But the four of wands, consummation, consummation. And it's also completion. It could talk about coming full circle. And it's like, yo, I don't know. That's the big thing is this is a wheel. And it's like, yo, go full circle. So it's, you might have to go back. The Empress looking at this, it's like, maybe you got to go back to like, you, you know, what you learned young, something like that. But your action to take of the Prince of Cups, that's a card of death. And it's a card of going through death. It's a death card. It's not the death card, but it's a death card that's going through death, like taking a journey through the land of the dead. Now I said, all right, well, let's go to the outside. And it was funny, too, because at this point I was already thinking, I was like, damn, this is the exact fucking opposite of the last reading I was doing, you know? And I said, well, what's, what's on the outside? What are you opening yourself up to? Six of swords is science. Science. Science is the smart part. That's the knowledge, all the swords that point towards the heart that makes everything click together, that higher knowledge of self and wisdom, that spiritual attunement and shit. And it costs with the sun. The sun is seeing clearly clear vision, clear sight, like that, that goal-oriented good shit, heart chakra open and third eye open and shit. I'm looking at this. I'm like, wow, like, okay, you got to open your, you got to listen to, you got to open yourself. There's some dead energy around you that you need to access. Like, so this could be old authority figure. This could be just like the ghosts or spirits of the tradition that you feel like you might've left behind. It's like, well, maybe you need to go in with your new spiritual authority as a mystic and be able to say, well, all right, let me settle those demons and deal with those ghosts. The outcome of the Princess of Swords, that can be where we're, it's like we coming in as the pre, as the Lady Justice with the adjustment, then you end in with that Princess of Swords. It's the same lady. It's just taking that sword and cutting things off. So it's almost it's like this could be some cord cutting that could happen as well, you know, and that allows you to fully evolve. So maybe, yeah, maybe this isn't necessarily a reversal and embrace like, oh, you have so much to learn to go backwards, but it's like, nah, quit block, don't block the roots. You know, don't like you gotta. It's, it's, so that's interesting. I don't know. That's that's that shit's interesting to me. So. All right, let's see what's next. From Oklahoma, moved to oh. Idaho. Oklahoma. That was kind of. You did really such a great job. I'm wondering if there's any insight that you can give me on steps I should take moving forward, um, like career-wise. Um, you know, with family, just in general, like maybe the most important thing that I should be focusing on. I just remembered we actually um, have a career uh, card to pull for Enigmania. Let's not forget. Right, right. And then, let's do and then one for money. Right, let's do Enigmania. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting when you're always like seeing a theme tonight. We got 
two mediums on? That's pretty cool. Right? I know. Um, Got you thinking, Cap on. (laughs) It's like, look, you just, you got an uphill battle ahead of you, okay? It's the mountain to climb. Now, that does mean you're going uphill, so you make progress. You know, that's a good thing. It's just, man, you got to battle it. Like, all I can say with the lust of the devil and the night of discs like this is, um, don't, ex- you know, you're going to have to put up with a lot of shit. You're going to have to just not get your, this is going to test your, the next three or four months of your, of your career is going to test you. I think, you know, what's ahead. So, you know, you know, it's like, I don't think you're going to change course. You know, I can't remember the exact context of the way you were asking your question, but I'm looking forward. It's like, you know, it's, it's just, it's, there's a big struggle, but it's weird that it's almost the reverse struggle. It's like, like, I think that it's not like, oh, your deluge was so much work. It's almost just like, well, I just hope that your, that your work doesn't require like, like, it's almost like when you went college and be like, damn, I did my part of the group assignment. Did you do your part? So I don't know, man, just chill. You know, you're going to have to put up with a bunch of bullshit and get jerked around. So just try to relax. Now let's burn through these. Oh, and then, and then, yeah. oh, and, then we, and then we had bunny, right. As far as career. Yes. Yep. yep. Knight, Knight and Prince of Swords with the fool. Um, don't even worry about it right now. This is be a, those are big reset buttons. So you're in like a reset button with your career with that six. Of this is your action to take. I'd say either if you have a job, just kind of keep it and try to stay steady or try to find it. Like six of this can also be a job that's driving. It's also can be like bending the rules a little bit. So it's like, I don't know, man, I'm not going to tell you to like go start selling weed or anything like that. But I mean, <laughs> you know, like, I would say these are even with these though, it's like, this is not a time for you to be focusing on your career. This is a time for you to focus on you and getting yourself like materially and emotionally pulled away and safe so that, you know, you're free and focusing on your freedom. And then you can start to get your bearings as far as like what kind of career you're supposed to be having. So. In general, though, Ten of Wands, oppression, I'll tell you this. There's two ways to read that card. One sucks because it's oppression as a capitalist card. I could be like, oh, well, you're doomed to a life of customer service and bullshit fucking corporate garbage. Nah, I refuse to read it like that. Ten of Wands, oppression, probably is the exact opposite. It's like if you really want to know what you're supposed to be doing in life, you're supposed to be figuring out how to get paid by fighting injustice of some kind. Go be a social worker. I don't know, man. (laughs) <laughs> activist <laughs> advocate there you go let's see what you are so 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 spot on i'm missing part of what Yay. you're saying i mean you're gonna have to go back and replay it but i cannot tell you how spot on this reading is and i am proud to be up here with you and i'm following oh. both of you thank you yes yeah thank these you. are thank you these are recorded and posted uh and you can find the links to them on our website smartasstarot.com so you can always go back and Listen to your own readings or just the whole thing, but and let's, and let's listen to these four in a row because I do got to get off the off oh, yep, the yep, show yep. at about ten. I'm not gonna hang up at exactly ten, but right, I gotta get right. off. So. Okay, let's see. Maybe you could give me more insight on the tree and the fruit ripening. The I think it was the two of discs. That it could be tomorrow to nine months. I don't know if that helps. Like, um, 
Well, let's let's listen to the rest of what we got. Hold Thank on. you all so so very much. I appreciate you. It was a stellar reading, and uh, when I get more into this, uh, I'd love to have you come over to my and let's have a chat. Oh, thank you, Kenna. Mm. Can I just say, amazing, amazing. Mm. <laughs> you have touched the essence of my spirit. Thank you so much for your readings. Um, you. May you, you be surrounded by love and blessings uh, that the universe has to give you. And that's all I can say. What a gift. Um, I mean, I've had my gift for a very long time, but my gift can be very unclear at times. Um, probably because my brain rate is at a thousand miles an hour. Um, but yeah, but thank you. Thank you so much Aww. and blessings thank to you, you both. Thank you. Thank you so, so, so much. Following now. Thank, thank you. Bonnie. And uh, it looks like we're wrapping up on coming up yeah. on almost exactly two hours. So, so if you um, want to. So, uh, Benny, and <coughs> if you have some more <coughs> questions, Zach, turn away from Sorry. the microphone. I was smoking. I was smoking weed. Sorry. Oh my god! Um, if you have any questions and you don't want to, you know, forget about them, or you just want to get it asked before next week, you can go to smartasstarot.com. We have a form there where you can ask your questions ahead of time, and we'll get to them the next show. Uh, you can tip us on there as well. Book a private reading with Zach, uh, listen to old episodes, and got some merch in the works. So everything you can find at smartasstarot.com. And it's been a pleasure. Today, was it was a great episode, everybody. Yeah, I think yeah. so, too. Thank you so much. Here, let's listen to this last comment before we go. Smartass Tarot? Six? <laughs> um, if you don't mind me asking, what is that all about? Ooh, oh, well, you know what's great is is you can we're done, so you can go back and listen to the two hour show, and <laughs> right away it should be archived. So, and and join us next week, same right. time, yes. same station, for Smartest Hero Seven next week, seventh episode. Yet day next week. All right. All right, see you then. Bye. Bye.